Hi, thanks for tuning in. This is Druggish for the People. This podcast will contain my feelings and opinions and uh, stories from from my practice in pharmacy, but none of this should be taken as just hardcore fact. This is more about stimulating questions that you can then take to your pharmacist and your doctor and your healthcare team uh, to help you better understand and participate in your care. And once again, just a little reminder, if you're looking for medical advice, diagnosis, treatment, you won't find it here. You need to use your healthcare professional for that. Today, the people is Carol. Thanks hey for- there. <laughs> Hi, I'm thanks for being here. You are ready to go. Uh, we're going to talk about statins. It's a very popular group of drugs. I can imagine, I wonder if there's a band out there playing at some retirement community called the Statins. I think that'd be... <laughs> are they big fat guys? <laughs> I hope not. The Statins could be, but uh, anyhow. With uh, shiny outfits. Yeah, shiny outfits. That would be right. Um, so anyway, the Statins uh, are very popular. So... What are they? They are a group of drugs that are intended to minimize your chance if, as you get older and, and cholesterol is an issue and you get these plaques that form in the veins, in the blood vessels, primarily the arteries, excuse me. Um, and you might get a stroke or a heart attack if that dislodges and forms a car. Big deal. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's a preventive thing. It's, it's, you know, and they do this meta analysis, which just means you just look at all the studies and see what. The trends are, and they are a good thing. They work to prevent these cardiovascular issues. Yeah. So that's what they're about. Um, And it's really, uh, to me, it's a little bit interesting in that the whole thing is because, you know, oil and water. The cholesterol is an oil of fat, really. Mm -hmm. And so it doesn't go into the the blood, which is 92% water. Mm-hmm. So you have these these lipoproteins. 92% water? Yeah, yeah. And the lipoproteins are what the cholesterol attaches to, so it can go through the blood and not be, you know, out of it. It's it's in the solution. And then um, the free radicals, which is another band playing at the retirement community. <laughs> they, they seem c- like punk rockers to <laughs> yeah, me. Maybe so. <laughs> they cause the some oxidation, which can cause some plaques to build up and blah, blah, blah. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's why the statins are really popular. And uh, a torbostatin, since we're talking about the music industry, is number one on the charts <laughs> for all drugs, actually. For all drugs? Yeah, not just for the statins. Just it's That's how popular they are. And Okay, so I know that can't be the name or I would have heard of it before. So what is the trade name or the... Lipitor? Lipitor. Yeah. Okie dokie. So there's on that... A statin team. There's a fluvastatin, uh, fluvastatin, lovastatin, pravastatin, rosulvastatin, and simvastatin. Oh, so they sound Swedish. Yeah. <laughs> kind of Norwegian. Yeah. Um, so I remember going to a continuing education thing where the doc said any statin, any time, because it used to be a big deal which one you got and when you took it and all this kind of thing. And so it's become uh, if you can get the person on a statin that agrees with them uh, and that's doing its job, you're getting the percentage drop in the cholesterol that you're looking for. So you're getting the benefit. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of where we're at with that. Um, You being the patient getting the benefit. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Not the doc. (laughs) That's right. Um, Yay. I got five more people on. (laughs) 
(laughs) (laughs) So there's a bunch of risk factors that determine if someone gets on it. You don't just put them on there. Okay. Hey, That's Doc, good I, to know. <laughs> go into Mandy and Statton. Say, everybody, I want one of those. Everybody go out with it. All, all the cool kids are doing it. <laughs> and that's why you do it. Um, so anyway, there's all these risk factors that, that are, you know, a doc will look at and, and sort of add up and determine if a person should have a statin. So are they diabetic? What are their LDL levels? Um have they what's the family history do they smoke um things like that um that seems like high blood pressure things to know yeah 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 um and then they'll determine from those risk factors if they should be on a statin to try and avoid to prevent causing yes yes big big problems um so does that make sense to you yeah so what would a person um how would a person know, like the doctor I'm talking about now, I guess, test results, like blood tests and stuff on um, what their cholesterol levels are? I mean, how, so the doc comes to that decision, would it be precipitated by an event? No. Or not just that, regular the thing. This is, checks? There are usually no symptoms, and it would be because the LDL would be high. And again, other these other factors would play in. If someone's diabetic then they have a higher risk, okay. that kind of thing. So, um, yeah, but it does require uh, a blood test and hopefully not some sort of cardiovascular thing that happens that then you look at it. And do they reverse the damage that's already there? No. It can um, stabilize if you have plaque buildup in the um, blood vessels, but it doesn't reverse it. Okay. So it's stabilizing, hopefully, and it does will prevent Okay. Further, yeah. That makes sense to you? Yeah, it does. Okay, well, cool. Uh, so, yeah, these are low-density lipoproteins that we're, we're concerned with. So, LDL. LDL. That's okay. it. Okay. And the good guys are HDL. So okay. you want those to be a little higher, and you want mm-hmm. the LDLs to be lower. And why are the HDL guys good guys? They, they actually will escort the LDL back to the liver. Ah, bouncers. Bouncers, that's kind of right. Yeah, <laughs> they're bouncers. And out you go. So, um, again, it's, it feels like this balance. And we need cholesterol. It's, you know, your cell membranes are made from it and uh, hormones. So, it's necessary. But then this, you know, when things go a little awry, you have this issue. Too much cheese. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, I, I do know. love cheese. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's there, those are dietary issues, and that's the twenty percent that we can do something about without without drugs. You know what the what the first option for t- for trying to fix the cholesterol levels? Eat oatmeal. <laughs> well, not bad. Uh, diet. That's part. Of, that's diet mm-hmm. and exercise. Who wants to hear that? <laughs> no one. <laughs> You go diet and exercise, Doc. <laughs> That's right. Jeez. I'm not walking around the block. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I could yeah. drive around the block. But after that, it's statins. Ah. Uh, yeah. Well, if they work, it's great. Yeah. And they do work if you can tolerate them, which brings us to the side effects. Yeah. yeah. There's always those nasty side effects. I know. So there's like GI stuff, like just how you tolerate the, the tablet. Mm-hmm. Um, your GI for? Gastrointestinal. Yeah. yeah your okay. gut. Tummy trouble. Yeah. Um, liver damage, but that's Ooh. usually the person would have some other issue, fatty liver, which is what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but it, you have to look at the, you take a baseline of the liver function tests, and if the enzymes are really elevated, you might might not go forward with it, but if it's just mildly, you, you may even continue. So it's, again, monitoring. These things are but always- your doctor would monitor Yes, <laughs> and it's always a moving target, you know? It's mm-hmm. not like a one-time deal. Uh, oh, but so, wouldn't that be nice? What's the, uh, <laughs> yeah, it just would. Just a magic That'd pill. be easy. <laughs> um, so there's also been a warning added to the literature about an increased risk of type 2 diabetes. Oh. I know, that sounds- That's it's kind of interesting. Ser- it's, it's serious business, but- it's apparently for people who are borderline, who look like they might become type 2 diabetics anyway, it might push them over. But again, here looking at risk-benefit, um, this looks to me like you would be more interested in preventing a stroke or a heart attack sure. and take this relatively small risk of developing diabetes. So again, it depends on what your blood sugar levels are, and you you keep monitoring it. Sure, sure. Yeah. And when you say look like they might become type 2 diabetic, you're talking about the numbers, the Right, labs. that is correct. Yes, I'm sorry. That's not, right. Not like how they smile. <laughs> I was going to say, hey, You look a like a type 2 diabetic to me. You curly hair. You're, curly you're hair. headed down. You are picking. <laughs> I am picking on you. Sorry. What <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> um, else is there? Um, muscle. Issues, muscle muscle cell damage. Excuse me. Here's the big word: rhabdomyolysis. What? Myelysis. Excuse me, golly. What does that mean? Yeah, it's it can have some muscle. The protein breaks down, and then you can have some kidney problems, and it's it's really rare. Okay. But there is some myalgia, some muscle pain that's commonly reported, and this is one that's been like. The medical community is looking at it and say, wait a minute, it can't be that high a percentage. Like it's 20, 25%. It's a high percentage that people report and then want to stop the, the statin. And so there's studies being done comparing placebos, blah, blah, blah. They, mm-hmm. they are sort of coming to this idea that between 5 and 10% of the people that take a statin might actually have some muscle pain. Mm. Okay. But I'm, I, it's, it's difficult for me if someone you know I'm counseling says – that they have muscle pain since they started this, then it's hard It's hard to, you know, oh, you probably don't. Well, if they say they do, they do. Now, the, right. the trick is to determine what is is causing that. So what, what will happen since we don't have just a ready, you know, kind of inexpensive way of alternative treatment, you know, other than the statins, the, the doc will say, okay, let's stop it. Mm-hmm. Symptoms clear. Mm-hmm. Well, that's something there. Right. Now we restart. Mm-hmm. And if they start again, the symptoms reappear, the muscle pain, then that's cause and effect. We have that's kind of definitive, but we don't stop there. You can sometimes every other day dosing oh, of, I a, see. Adjustment. Right, of the atorvastatin, or there are others that might you can lower the dose as mm-hmm. well. And then other uh, in others in the group, uh, resuvastatin, which is Crestor, seems to be a, a fairly well tolerated uh, statin, but it's a little more expensive. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, still trade mm-hmm. trade name. So that is, you know, that plays in, does it not? The cost. For sure. Yeah. 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 Hey, um, I have a question. So you're in this boat and let's say you're in that percentage that it's not working for you, either GI problems or the muscle pain. Are there other choices? There are, but there's one more thing that needs to be addressed with as far as side effects. Mm-hmm. And that's the memory issues. This has been looked at. And so there were some reports of memory loss in people who were using statins. But there's conflicting reports with these studies. And there have been reports come out that 
are suggesting that statins may actually prevent these problems. Oh. So, well, that it, would sort of make sense because of blood flow to me. It might. It, yeah, but you what what's important here and we we talk about this a lot in our podcast but to when did you start it? What's your dose? And Keep then track. any Now this one you should not see like a lot of drugs will you'll see some benefit, you know, a mm-hmm. rash clears up or your infection gets better or whatever. Mm-hmm. In this case, you're not going to know. But if you start having some, what you, you know, whatever the the symptom is that you're having, mm-hmm. recording it and saying, you know, on day seven, blah blah blah. Sure. So you can remember and take that to your doctor. Right. When you exactly. Right. And report objectively as as you can what's been happening. So it's not like you would hear your blood flowing smoother and faster. No. <laughs> that might be reassuring, though. It would be. <laughs> hey, it's whistling through there now. <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. Um, so your, what was your question then you wanted to move on to? Oh, other, if, if you can't tolerate this stuff, are there other choices for you? There are. Um, but before I go into that, just again, before they, they'll move into these other drug categories, um, they'll try and find a statin. You know, we've talked about like an ACE inhibitor for blood pressure. Mm -hmm. Uh, what can, what can happen with that is a dry, non-productive cough. Right. And People just need to know that because you can go to the doc and then there's another group of drugs called angiotensin receptor blockers and you can use those. Instead. Instead. Mm-hmm. So it's a nice way to just like, okay, that's a problem. No, no, no big deal. We'll we use this other that. group of drugs. Right. Yeah. With statins, um, there's not that ready. Let's just flip to this other group. Uh, so that's a that's part of a, the before you move on to alternatives, you try and find a statin. The right statin at the right dose at the right time. So, again, if it's every other day dosing, a lower dose, a different statin, that kind of thing. But and if – Is sorry. this also, too, because statins are effective and have really helped people? So Absolutely. You want them on your team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. that's that's it. Um, so, um, if they don't work – I did want to mention about uh, grapefruit and grapefruit juice. Mm-hmm. There's this – you always hear about well, I don't know if it's always here, but that's it. You know, if you take a statin and then you take the you you like grapefruit and grapefruit juice, the grapefruit juice can cause the statin to remain in your system longer. It inhibits an enzyme that would normally break the statin down, mm-hmm. and then you can have these a higher incidence of these side effects that we're talking about. Oh, okay. So that's why. Okay, that's, that's why the the warning about grapefruit. Yeah. Yeah. And it seemed like years ago I had heard someone was trying to genetically engineer a grapefruit that did not have that <laughs> compound in it, which is the way people are. Hey, Pretty I, cool, actually. <laughs> I did have an idea for a new delivery system for like a torvastatin. Yeah. What What if you could make it like bacon-flavored, chewable, <laughs> chocolate-covered torvastatin <laughs> bits, and then you could just sprinkle them on your salad? Hey, sweet. <laughs> I know. I'm liking that. One teaspoon. Every day, <laughs> you know, chocolate covered. <laughs> anyway, okay, those are nice ideas for yeah. making the medicine go down a little Someone easier. Someone out there marketing, uh, <laughs> taking notes. Yeah. Um, so if you start taking this, um, before we go to the other things, this is going to be leaving the statins when we go to what you asked about. Mm-hmm. Um When someone's starting this, they do need to recognize this is what's referred to as a maintenance med. Oh, so you're going to take it indefinitely. Yeah, I don't know. I don't like that phrase, maintenance med. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's I like, guess it's better than perpetual. Got to change your oil every 
every 5,000 miles and take your atorvastatin every day. Remove the oil. <laughs> um, that's nice. Uh, so anyhow, you know, the sort of making the commitment to this is what you're going to be doing. It's one, one tablet daily. And it's not, that doesn't seem like that big a deal, but knowing that that's the, that's the idea here. Uh, and is, is that worth it? And that's, again, I bring this up because it's this, a person needs to kind of own this a little bit, take control, not control, but just play you know, a part here. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Share in this decision-making thing and then go be, be positive mm-hmm. and, and believe and, it's going to do, do you some good and mm-hmm. go for it. Yeah. Work with the doc on it. So if the, if the statins don't work, there's a few options. Um, we've talked about monoclonal antibodies. Mm-hmm. So there's two of them, uh, Repatha and Prowulent, and they, um, they came out like in 2015, and what they do is um, there's an there's a, a protein PC PCSK9. Great. <laughs> so <laughs> I know um, it raises cholesterol levels. Let's just say that it's in the oh. liver. So what these monoclonal antibodies do, and they are grown in the lab. They're very complex proteins, so you can't take them orally because that would be like taking insulin orally it just breaks it down the stomach wouldn't right so right so you uh get an injection once or twice a month and um they're very effective now that sounds expensive yeah (laughs) that's that's exactly (laughs) right and um you've you've heard well you asked about family issues with Mm -hmm. cholesterol that's originally i remember when they were coming out it was in the indication was familial hypercholesteremia so that's just, it's in your history. You get way too much cholesterol in you. Mm-hmm. And so that was the indication because it, it results in a dramatic decline in the LDL. This very, therapy? Yeah, this repatha and prolulent, these monoclonal antibodies. Um, so the, those are a couple of options. But again, it's stepping, you know, you, you step toward this. Or if the person's indication initially is like, we've got to do something Drastic, oh, you're, yeah. you're at risk, very, yeah. very much at risk right now. Exactly right. So everybody's different. So there's uh, Lecvio is also one, and it works on that same protein, um, and it blocks the production. The other ones just bond to it. They find it, and like, you can't do a thing. The bouncer. Well, no, they're just bonding. They're sitting on its lap. I don't know. <laughs> Not- they're keeping it from going anywhere, though. <laughs> That's right. And then this this other uh, Lecvio is... Uh, actually keeps that protein from being produced. Okay. Okay. And then those are all injectables. The uh, last one is uh, Nexlatol, and it stops the liver from producing cholesterol, but in a different way from the statins. Um, And some of these things are combined with drugs that inhibit some absorption of cholesterol. So Zetia does that. So um, you you get an additional benefit when you have something that Lowers the production of the cholesterol, which is what we're talking about here primarily, and then something that prevents cholesterol from being absorbed. Okay. So um, now you brought up a good point about cost because that, you know, when we talk about risk factors and we, we identified those physical things that can happen, cost is a real one, is it not? Sure, because if you can't afford to eat, you don't have cholesterol problems. Well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. We don't want to go that way. No, though. we don't. So like for a torvastatin, I think it's like a month of treatment, maybe more, um, but it's like $30. Mm-hmm. And like, um, I think it was Repatha is around $600. Ouch. 
That's right. a big diff. Right. So you have to find out about insurance coverage sure. and any programs that might be out there to help cover that cost. And mm-hmm. again, talk to your pharmacist about these things. You know, Put them to work to help you. And that's what they're there for. That's um, good information. Yeah. Um, so I guess that's that seems like that's about it. I really hey, just... One oh, more question. Oh, okay. Is that whole oatmeal thing a myth? Oatmeal? As far eating as, oatmeal as far as reducing your cholesterol. Well, here's with the diet thing. There are some, there's some drugs that like cholestopol, which is cholested is the trade name. And it is something you take orally and it's supposed to bind to cholesterol and keep it being absorbed from your gut. Right. And so Metamucil, Cilium, they advertise the same thing okay. to a degree. And um, I, would Im- I would imagine oatmeal may have that same effect potentially i don't know the 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 numbers on oatmeal Mm -hmm. and how effective it is with regard to cholesterol levels carolina (laughs) (laughs) there you go i actually serious voice there it is (laughs) um so anyway it's i think i think that oatmeal is a pretty good thing to have in your diet cool yeah um so did was that everything we needed to talk about i think so other than ways to um you know, the whole chocolate-covered pill, the bacon-flavored sprinkled on your salad. Yeah. These are good ideas Those that we're having. very good ideas. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I appreciate you being here. I appreciate you. Oh, man. Thanks for the scoop. And I appreciate you all for listening. This has been, and will be, Druggist for the People. <laughs>